All right, moving on to the National League. Let's start off with the NL East. We got the Nationals. How do you guys have them doing, Kyle? I think they'll be pretty good. Um, their pitching is always going to be good. Uh, then they added Josh Bell, Kyle Schwarber to the lineup, and then you have Juan Soto, Trey Turner. Uh, their lineup is pretty deep, actually. So I think the Nationals, um, like they did in 2019, can make a run. That is probably – the toughest division in baseball, though. So they're going to have to uh, probably win 90, 90, 95 games to win that division, at least, or to even make the playoffs at all. So it'll be competitive. I don't know. Uh, I see them finishing around third or so in the division, just missing a wild card spot, but still having a pretty good season. Curtis? So I, as Kyle said, I think this is one of the, if not the most competitive divisions in all of baseball. I feel like all these teams are actually pretty even, if if you do say so. Um, so the Nationals, though, I see them in third place, which is I'm I'm gonna guess it's probably a lot of you guys ever gonna see them around that spot. Just a shot right there, but um. Juan Soto, that guy's just a stud. He's been getting compared – like, people have been comparing him to Ted Williams, which is insane. And he's, like, he's like what, like 19 or something? I don't know. Actually, we don't know how old he is either. But um, – <laughs> I think he has the highest OPS in year 19 – or, like, his 19-year-old season. He has the highest OPS in MLB history. He wasn't, he wasn't allowed alcohol when they won. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Daddy. But yeah, no, they're they're gonna be good, but who knows if they have like the the firepower that some of these other teams have in the NL East. But they could they could make a run for possibly a division or a wild card. Cody. I have them finishing third. Uh, I just don't think they are with that top tier of teams in the NL East. Um, they're definitely gonna beat up on those bottom two teams. Uh, Juan Soto could be the best player in the NL. Um, they got three really good arms, but can they stay healthy? Scherzer's getting older. Um, and we all, Strasburg is guaranteed to miss a month somewhere in there. Corbin will probably miss a few weeks. So I think that'll hurt them and, uh, they'll miss the playoffs finishing third in the NL East. Yeah, I agree with you, Cody. I feel like the biggest problem with them is that they're always up and down as far as like, he don't know who's going to be able to stay healthy. I mean, people are saying that Juan Soto is going to be up for MVP this year. Can he stay healthy? That's the biggest question. I mean, he's had like a few mixing, you know, uh, bad, you know, little injuries here and there throughout spring training. Um, and he's actually 22. Uh, so I'm like, wow, like because he's 22 years old, uh, he's absolute stud. He's a beast. He's definitely an intimidating guy as far as being in the box. But uh, I'm just curious on whether or not they're going to have enough behind Soto. And is somebody else going to step up in the rotation alongside Scherzer? Because we know Scherzer is good, but can anybody else be able to match his level? And uh, that's going to be the biggest difference. And especially in a division like this, you're going to at least need like, you know, between mid 90s, like 95 to 99 wins. I have him finishing number three as well. Juan Soto and Max Scherzer, if they can stay healthy, I think they're going to be in the MVP and Cy Young discussion without a doubt. Um, but Strasburg staying healthy is a big thing, uh, especially if this team wants to go to the next level where they were two years ago. 
But uh, my main concern for this team and why I have them at number three uh, above two other teams is because of their bullpen. I just they went out and got some arms, but I just don't think it's enough for to compete in the National League and National League East if you're playing those teams the most out of the season. So their bullpen is definitely suspect, and that's why I have them finishing number three. Let's move on. We got the Philadelphia Phillies. Corey, where do you have them finishing? I mean, I don't know if you guys know, Bryce Harper's my guy, but, I mean, I just feel like the Phillies, they just – their biggest problem is pitching, and – you know, it's not going to be bad as last year, but they're still like a little bit. I would say they're like slightly above 500 sort of team at the moment because um, you just look at the teams that are currently above them, Nationals, uh, Braves, Mets, you know, you just feel like those are going to be the teams that are going to have more as far as pitching and um, be able to to quiet their bats when they come up against them in games. So I think that uh, it's going to be a really difficult one for, if they're going to be able to try to eclipse those teams ahead of them. So, uh, I mean, they're still a work in progress, but I think uh, I think Bryce Harper was hoping for better, uh, better things when he signed for Philly. Cody? The Phillies in fourth as well, um, but they do have a, a very good lineup. And uh, one guy I really want to watch this year is Alec Bohm. Um, tore it up at the end when he got called up last year for 20 games. I'm pretty sure he hit near 400. Uh, Reese Hoskins is one of my favorite guys as well. Uh, they have the best catcher in baseball. And, uh, I mean, they're going to compete. They got uh, four pretty solid arms in the back end of that bullpen with uh, Archie Bradley, Naries, Kinsler, and Alvarado, all vets. Um, they're going to compete, but it's just that division's too much. And I see them winning – High 70s in games. So, um, so the Phillies, I see them probably about fourth place. Um, their ace, Aaron Nola, spell his name N O L A, which also you can say no L A, which they're not. Is that how you pronounce New Orleans abbreviations? Can you let here? Let me finish. I got some good reasoning right here. So you spell his name N-O-L-A, which means no L-A, which means the Phillies are going to do worse than both L-A teams this year. So they're going to be in fourth place, worse record than the Angels and the Dodgers. So it's going to be pretty hard to have a better record than the Dodgers, but they're going to have a worse record than the Angels too. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Kyle. <laughs> Uh, I agree with everything Curtis said. Fourth place. I can't go against what he just said. No, no LA. LA. Yeah. So fourth place. <laughs> I'm a sports as well. I think they spend all that money, nothing to show for last year. And I think it's going to be a repeat performance this season as well. Um, doesn't help that they're in the NL East, but the latter part of the rotation is questionable. And also their bullpen's very questionable. I think more questionable than the nationals. So that's why I haven't finishing behind the nationals, but Hey, Bryce Harper went there. He fulfilled what he went to Philly to do, and that's to bring Washington a World Series, and he did just that. Yes, he did. Let's talk about the New York Mets. Kyle made some big offseason moves. Kyle, where do you have him finishing? Uh, I like the Mets to actually win this division, to barely beat out the Braves. Uh, I think their pitching is going to be really good, and they also could be getting Syndergaard back and then adding Lindor to the lineup. Uh just makes them that much better. You got the wagon, Pete, and then uh, Conforto. Um, 
who could be who could compete for the batting title um, this year. Pete Alonso could compete for the home run title. Then Lindor is trying to get four hundred million dollars from them, which they probably will give to him. Then you got the, the real the real deal, Jeff McNeil, uh, JD Davis out there. So I think the their lineup is really good. And their pitching can keep up. I think they will be uh, the top dog. I know you're a big Mets guy because you have a lot of their players in fantasy. So we'll yeah, see so how that basically works. I'm picking the win the division just because I'm going to manifest them to do good because <laughs> my fantasy team won't do good. So uh, gotta ask Sarah to so, manifest. Yeah, go Mets. Uh, LFGM. Uh, yeah, LF- LFGM. Mets. Mets. Let's Mets. go Mets. Mets. <laughs> that's, that's, no, that's go. Well, Mets. I'm not gonna say <laughs> it. Yeah, Kurt, I did not prove it, Kurt. Oh, I got the Mets finishing in second place. Um, they got they do got a good offensive team, and their pitching probably won't be bad. I don't know if Syndergaard, like how he's doing. I actually haven't looked that. I think much. it's gonna be back around midseason All Star break. Okay, but Stroman, right? They still have Stroman. Yeah, pretty sure. Stro, hey, listen to his bars. He's a, he's got a song with Mike Stud. Go ahead and listen to that. He's pretty good. Um, but. As Kyle was saying, I think I think Conforto's gonna have a really good season. Um, he's got he's one of those guys with those smooth like lefty stroke swings, you know, just a pure hitter. Um, and they got McNeil, it's a good on base guy too. So they're gonna have those guys kind of at the top of their lineup. I think maybe Conforto will be more near the bottom, but then they'll have Alonzo and Lindor. They'll be driving those guys in. So I think they'll win a lot of games as they should, as they're supposed to. But, however, you know, the Mets going to Met, so you just never know those guys. Cody? The Mets coming in second. Um, they got a lot of, like, marquee players on their team. DeGrom's potentially going to go for his third Cy Young, and this season I think will have a big impact on whether he's a Hall of Famer or not. If he gets that third Cy Young, he's for sure getting in. Um, I like the addition of Stroman. I think having DeGrom in the rotation is going to help him a lot. Uh Learn some stuff, and like Kurt said, shout out Mike Stud. Guy's got some bangers. Um, and then Mike. we got to add add Malik Smith. We just talked about it. He can steal <laughs> some bases, pinch running, so he can add to that three war and uh, help this team out. But yeah, now they got hitters up and down the lineup. Um, they're gonna be good, and uh, New York will be exciting for baseball all year. Corey. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the next the ugh, the New York Mets are gonna have a bounce back, uh, like the Knicks, man. I feel like they're gonna they're definitely gonna have a, a really good season this year. Uh, I think they're gonna win this division. To be honest with you, um, uh, the last time me and Kush were talking baseball, I was saying that the Mets aren't as good as the Yankees, but they're they're like right there. I feel like they're right there behind them. Um, they're still the little brother of New York, but I feel like they're right there behind them. And I feel like it's going to be, like Cody said, really fun to watch them. Um, just hopefully they can avoid the injury bug because that's the only thing I can see that uh, that would stop them from, one, winning the division and, two, making the playoffs. But hopefully we get to see them in the playoffs and we get to see them win this division because, man, it's going to be really fun if the Mets have a really good year this year. Yeah, I have – the Mets at number two, um, biggest thing this season is going to be Francisco Lindor, seeing how he does with a new team and that contract extension the Mets are going to give him. 
Um, I think the pitching staff on this team, especially when Syndergaard returns, is going to be one of the best in the league. And uh, we know that pitching really, really matters uh, in the postseason. So I think this team is very, very solid all around and can definitely make a postseason run. So that's why I have the Mets at number two. But that's also because uh, this next team that we're going to talk about, the Atlanta Braves, they're vying for that number one spot where they finished last year. Corey, where do you have the Braves? I definitely have the Braves uh, fighting with the Mets. I think it's going to be a one-two sort of thing. Those two uh, teams are going to be going at it for top spot in this division. Um, I feel like Atlanta are still kind of licking their wounds a little bit because of the postseason uh, and blowing that lead they had on the Dodgers. (laughs) But uh, overall, I think that uh, (laughs) Atlanta, they are going to try to have like a quick – a quick turnaround and try to, you know, do it with Acuna Jr., Freeman. Um, and then also you just look at how many, uh, how much offense they have. And then you look at the fact that maybe they might need to make a move at the deadline in order to uh, make sure that they're a legitimate uh, team for when they make their playoff push. But other than that, I think they're, they're good, but I feel like you said, um, when it comes to picking them and the Mets, I feel like if Syndergaard comes back and he's the same Syndergaard, it, it's hard for me to pick them winning the division over uh, New York because I, I just feel like New York's going to have a really good, strong staff. And I, I just feel like Atlanta's going to have a tough time going toe-to-toe against that. Cody? I have the Braves winning the NL East, and I have them going over their Vegas win total of 91. I think they win mid-90s. Um, they have – Probably my favorite player in Ronald Acuna uh, could go 40-40. They could also be like the White Sox and have MVP back-to-back years in their leagues. Um, Ozzy Albies is also a stud. Um, and just I think they they improve their starting pitching by getting Charlie Morton. Um, I think Last Ian Anderson. Yes. <laughs> Ian Anderson is a rookie of the year contender. Um, and uh, they the one question they have is their bullpen. So. They might need to add a guy there, but I think they're going to win the NL East. Kurt? Yeah, I think they're going to win the NL East as well for, like, what is, I think, the fourth straight year. Um, I don't know. I don't keep track of that. Okay, well, uh, (laughs) I I just thought maybe somebody could confirm it. Um, They got the firepower. um, Dansby Swanson did really good, especially in the playoffs, which was kind of surprising um, to me, at least. I don't know. Maybe other people saw it coming. Who knows? Um, but uh, they don't have Duvall anymore. I forgot what team he went to. Marlins. Marlins. The Marlins, yeah. They don't have Duvall anymore, and he was like a big guy kind of in the center of their lineup, drove in a lot of runs. But they also have Freeman that does the same, same thing, but also it's for average. So uh, I think the Braves are going to win. They got – What's the what's the lefty's name? Max Fried. He's good. Um, they got they just have a they have a solid roster and they're just a tough team to beat, which was crazy how they blew that three one lead against the Dodgers. I just I guess you just never know, but uh hate to see it. Baseball. Baseball. Atlanta sports. Atlanta sports, that's what that's right. That was uh, yesterday. <laughs> Kyle. Um I see them finishing right behind the Mets. I do think they'll be good. I do think losing the DH affects them a lot, actually. 
uh, Azuna is going to have to play the field, which mm. um, don't know how that's going to be for 162 games. So they might be losing his bat a lot late in the game for a defensive replacement. So I think that actually does really affect them. Um, we'll see how if Travis Darno can do what he did last year for them. He was kind of one a surprise for them hitting fifth or so as a catcher. So um, I don't know if he'll be able to keep that up. I do think they'll be good. Uh, get Soroka back and then Max Freed having a full season. Um, Austin Riley too. He's a wagon. Um, but yeah, I think they will be pretty good. Uh, just finishing right behind the Mets. LFGM. I have them ahead of the Mets. I have them number one uh, team. We all mentioned it one game away from the National League pennant uh, or winning the National League pennant and uh, pretty much brought back the same team, added Charlie Morton. Yeah, they lost Adam Duvall. Um, but I think all they're, they're a really good all-around team and they've played with one another a little longer than the Mets have, so that's why I'm going to give the nod to the Braves um, over, the, over the Mets. Last but not least, we have the Miami Marlins. Uh, Kyle, where do you have them finishing? Uh, I've been finishing um, right ahead – or actually last. <laughs> right ahead of last. Last. No, I think they will uh, – I do like the Marlins, but I just think in this division the other teams are just better than them. Uh, this is uh, probably, like I said, the best division in baseball, so – it's tough, and I think the Marlins are a couple years out, but they do. They didn't make the playoffs last year, um, expanded playoffs, but uh, they do have some young pitchers that should be good for them, especially Sixto, and uh, they do have some intriguing young guys, but I do just think in that division they're a couple years uh, away from competing for a playoff spot. Kurt? Um, yeah, I mean, I see them – them and the Phillies are kind of a toss-up for who's going to finish that division in last, which is really – it really kind of sucks for me to say it because it was awesome watching them go through everything they went through last year to make the playoffs and all that. But the great thing about the Marlins is they're just a super young team and they have a lot of assets that they're – that's kind of going to be really good for them for years to come. Like uh, Kyle said, Sixto Sanchez, they got Sandy Alcantara, or however you say his last name. Um, Jazz Chisholm is going to be on the come up. Was named Monty Harrison. And don't knock, don't knock Miguel Rojas. That guy is one of the best hitters it's... in the National League. Don't knock that guy. He, I, he doesn't get enough recognition because he's in, he's on the Marlins, and they don't get any recognition. But he is a great player, just a great all-around player. Cody. Yeah, last in the NL East, um, coming off a playoff season, um, expanded. But uh, they just—they have a lot of good young pitching, as we've said. And uh, one guy that's going to be a home run on opening day, going to bet this, Adam Duvall, home run opening day. <laughs> I have him last two. Um, I think it was a fun story seeing what they did last year, even though it was a shortened season. Uh, I mean, you, lo you love to see stuff like that. And I think, uh, you know, they were kind of like a, a shocker. Nobody really expected them to have a, a, a really amazing season. But I think this is, you know, with the 162 games now, I think it's going to be a little bit more down to earth. And I think now they're uh, going to go back to, you know, a little bit more focusing on the rebuild and maybe not focused as much as trying to like maybe uh, push for, the postseason just because like we all been saying like it's a tough division there's teams above them they are 
definitely a fun, exciting team to watch. They're not going to be like the other dumpster fires uh, that are finishing last place around the league, but uh, the Miami Marlins is going to be definitely fun. And they're in Miami, so, I mean, they're going to still have fun. Yeah, for me, I'm having finishing last. No hate against the Marlins, but last season was a fluke, and I think the Marlins will return. They'll come back to earth and be a bottom dweller in the NL East. Um, although, although, like you, Kurt was saying, they do have some rookies and some prospects to look forward to this season. And actually, I have one guy, he's not a rookie or prospect, but one guy, Brian Anderson, I feel like he does not get enough love. I feel like if he was on one of the contending teams, he'd be talked about as an all-star, but uh, he just doesn't get enough love just because he's on the Marlins. Let's move on. We're going to do the NL West, and uh, let's talk about the defending champions the la dodgers where do you guys have him finishing Corey? i'll start with you first um i think the defending champs they're they might be a a tough start to the season for them just to you know be able to figure things out but i mean they're not gonna miss a beat to be honest with you uh they got the best lineup in the national league arguably in the mlb um they got a really stacked up rotation and I think one of the things that they're just going to have to try to just make sure of is just can they stay healthy because um, <laughs> they really can't afford to to take any sort of, uh, you know, have a bad or month or two because the Padres, I feel, are going to be right on their heels. But I have them finishing first, though. Cody? Uh, first in the NL entirely, so they'll be winning the NL West. Uh, 103 and a half win total. That's freaking huge. Um Almost bet the under just because, but I didn't. Best lineup in baseball, and uh, they added a Cy Young to their rotation. So, yeah, they, they got better. Kurt, I see you got the Dodgers jersey on. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy. They The MLB came out with their top 100, and I think the Dodgers had two or three guys in the top 10, which is just insane for anybody. But um, I think they're going to have the best record. And as predicted, I guess, as predicted in the entire MLB, it's speed racers out here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would like – they're projecting 103 wins. I wouldn't be surprised if they went out and just freaking win off and got 110. That's insane. But it's it's possible. I know. It's, it's right possible. Now. It's literally likely. But that's just nuts to think and, about. They, they have a pitching rotation with three former Cy Young Award winners. Maybe they'll make it four different Cy Young Award winners. There's a little – David Price. little Easter – little Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, see, that's that's the crazy thing. Pitching they, staff. Their pitching is insane. They got three guys – like, who's going to be their fourth and fifth starters? You don't even know. But they can put anyone there, and it'll they'll be good. So, I could talk about the Dodgers for days, but – Kyle, are the Dodgers one of your favorite teams, or where, where do they rank amongst the Yankees, Red Sox, Twins, Indians? Um, they rank right in the middle of them, I guess. Uh, you know, I think they will obviously win the division. Um, I just think all their depth that they have, if they can withstand uh, the long season better than anybody, then they're pitching. They have eight guys that could be in the starting rotation and perform well. 
and that's something no other team can really say. And then they got Chris Taylor, 25-90 Chris Taylor. So I forgot to say uh, that. Yeah. That's my big prediction for the year. He, yeah, even though he might not even play every day. He'll uh, play every day. Because Gavin Lux is going to be the starting second baseman, so Taylor's just going to be the utility guy. So I don't know how he's going to hit 25 for a month not playing every day, but, but we'll see. He hit one night off Otani. So, um, Nuke. But yeah, Nuke. The Dodgers win the division, win the NL. So uh, run it back. I have him finishing number one, uh, went out, won a World Series, ended up getting the NL Cy Young Award winner, um, went there because he was a defending champion. So, I mean, I think this team is knocking on the door of some of the greatest MLB teams of all time. And like Curtis said, multiple Cy Young Award winners, multiple MVPs on this team, multiple gold gloves on this team, and probably some more that I'm missing as well. But I think this team is extremely well-rounded. If you looked up a definition of well-rounded, you see a picture of the Dodgers, I think anything other than a back-to-back World Series would be a disappointment for this team. That's just how good they are, and that's why I have them finishing – or number one in the NL West and number one in the National League. Before we get to the San Diego Padres, uh, Kyle Fulbright has to go. Homeboy has work early in the morning. So, adios, Kyle. Sleep tight. Enjoy work. I will. miss thanks, you. Thanks for having me on. Of course. All right, let's move on. We got the Padres. Curtis, let's start with you. Where do you have the Padres finishing? Um, I think the thing about the NL West is I think it's going to be Dodgers and Padres, and then everyone else is going to be pretty damn far behind because the Dodgers and Padres have all the talent in the division, I think. But the Padres, they went out and made some big moves. You know, they got Snell. they got other guys I can't think right now, honestly, who they got. You Darvish. Yeah, you Darvish. They got so they got they bolstered their pitching squad. They got Tatis, could be a potential MVP. You never know. Machado, you never know. Um, Eric Hosmer, you know that guy. <laughs> Whatever about him. Um, but yeah, they're they're just a solid team. So they could definitely contend. I could see them for sure being maybe give the Dodgers a run. I just think the Dodgers have too much longevity. But um, definitely a wild card team, which is insane to say for all the players they have to say they're a hundred win team in the wild card. It'd be insane. insane. It's it's crazy. They just have to play the Dodgers however many times a year, which is which just sucks for them. Cody. Oh yeah, second in the NL West, but probably have the second best win total in the NL, and uh, they could be uh, one and done in the wild card, which is kind of nuts. Um, yeah, just they're just another really, really good team that we're going to see this year. And they have a lot of versatility with their guys. They got a lot of depth. And uh, they made a lot of big moves this offseason um, to try and compete with just the Dodgers. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting regular season for them. And then um, if they can get over the hump in the postseason, that's all that matters for them. So another really good team. Corey? Yeah, I like their addition to Blake Snell. You Darvish is interesting. We'll see how he does in the playoffs because he's kind of been a bit sus lately. But, I mean, this team is just amazing. Tatis Jr. with the big contract as well. Shout out to Tatis. Also cover athlete for MLB The Show, too. Damn. Like, he had a really good offseason this year. Uh, but uh, Will Myers, Eric Hosmer. I mean, the list goes on and on. Like, they got so many guys. Manny Machado. Um, and the building block, you know, really started when they got Hosmer and uh, Machado, and now they 
are slowly but surely have built themselves into a legitimate contending team. It's just tough because they're in a division with the Dodgers. If they somehow, some way were able to steal that top spot off the Dodgers, I think everybody would be absolutely surprised, but um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see, but I, I got them finishing second and I think they'll have to go through the wild card, but who knows, man, if they can get past that one wild card game, the, the sky is the limit because, you know, anything can really happen when it's the playoffs and it's best out of five in that NL uh, division series. Yeah, it's unlikely that they get that division uh, winner spot, but just the fact that there is a sliver of a chance that they do get it over the Dodgers and how good the Dodgers are, that just goes to show how great the Padres are right behind them. And, I mean, you put them in any other division, heck, you even put them in the American League, They, you can argue that they are the second-best team in the entire Major League Baseball right behind the Dodgers, and it just sucks that they have to be in the same division as them. So it, it's tough, but I think – the days of being a laughing stock of a team in the in the league are over, and that's and now the Padres are contenders. And like Corey said, signed their young superstar franchise player to a fourteen year deal, almost three hundred fifty million dollars. So Fernando Tatis Jr. got paid. He has great pieces around him, um, both in pitching staff and in the lineup. So I look for the Padres to do damage. It's just unfortunate that they're in the same division as the Dodgers. Let's move on. We got the San Francisco Giants. Corey, where do you have him finishing? I have to agree with Kurt as far as like this division is pretty much going to be Dodgers, Padres, and everybody else. But uh, as far as the D-backs go, I got them finishing third. I think I think the big hope for them is uh, can Madison Bumgarner go back to his San Francisco days? Um, I mean, he didn't really uh, pitch all that well and have a good year last year. I mean, it was 60 games, so, I mean, hard to say what it would have looked like if he had a few more chances to pitch. But this year I'm expecting a big bounce-back season from him, and I'm expecting the the D-backs to be middle of the pack along with the Giants. Kill two birds with one stone. I like that. Cody? Yeah, I have them finishing fourth in this division. Um, I did go over their win total, which was at – I believe it was like 74. So I think they'll finish high 70s. Um, they still got some of those guys from their championship with Posey, Bell, uh, shortstop, blanking on his name right now, Crawford. But uh, yeah, it's just they got some pieces that are interesting, Dubon and Nostremski, but just, this division is just top heavy. And unfortunately, they uh, they won't be able to compete. Kurt? Yeah, um, just kind of unfortunate for the uh, bottom three teams in this division. They got to play the Dodgers and Padres every two out of whatever, five division games. Um, but the Giants, they got Yastrzemski. I mean, that guy's a stud. He got some praise from Cody Bellinger, I think, earlier in the spring, just saying, like, this guy can swing it. Maybe that's good for him. Like, that's good for Yastrzemski. Maybe get him some exposure. Because I feel like not a lot of people watch the Giants unless you're from confidence booster as well. Yeah, it's a huge confidence booster for him. So they they do have some assets, but I just don't think they have it all. Um, they got, I think they got Alex Wood. Yes, they did. They and Jake Alex McGee. And Jake McGee. But still, I just don't think they'll be in probably fourth place in this division. Um. Yeah, they just don't have the assets as of now. They they are young though. 
So at some at some positions, at least. I have the Giants finishing in third. Uh, like Cody said, they have the guys from the 2010s World Series to reach in the back end of their career, and it seems like Giants haven't really done anything to replace that team. So that, that's why they're kind of just waiting uh, in the water right now. And I just think they're they're always bound to give the NL West teams, the top-heavy teams like the Potters and Dodgers, they always give them a run for their money just in the games, the series that they do play. But unfortunately, they're not playing them every single game of the year because those other teams that they do play, that's not going to – that's kind of where they fold. So that's why I don't have them making the postseason. And I have them finishing below 500, but still good enough for third in the NL West. As what you said about the Mariners earlier, kind of in the same sense, the Giants, I feel like every year, will always go on a run. Like right in the middle of the, se- like the season around the trade deadline, they'll always go on a run where they'll win a bunch of games and be around that wild card race. So I guess you really never know with them, but it's just they, they always do that. It's just kind of weird. They just get a little – they get streaky. And they, yeah. always play, they always play the Dodgers well somehow. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, but let's talk about the Diamondbacks, Kurt. Where you like the Diamondbacks? Um, the the D-backs. I think they're a third place team in this division. Um, you got guys like Tel Marte who could who had a great 2019, not as great of a 2020, but it was a shortened season, so who knows he could turn it around. Um, Bumgarner, who knows what he's gonna do. Um, who else? There? They they got a few. Young guys, I I don't know Varsho. They got I think, the they got the Dodger killer Cole Calhoun. Yeah, Cole Calhoun, that guy. I'm gonna say he's a below average fielder. That guy just makes terrible reads and makes diving plays on him, um, make him look like a good fielder. Um, but other than that, they got they don't really have much. But I think they do have more talent as of right now than the Giants. They got Zach Gallon, Zach Galen, Gallon. Um, he's all right. Um, who's that? I can't, I'm so blanking on names right now. That switch hitter guy, third baseman. Escobar. I don't know. Escobar. Yeah. He's pretty good, but David Peralta, eh. third, place. third place team. Cody. Yeah. Third place team for me too. Um, Zach Galen, I think is a super exciting player to watch this year. Um, Unfortunately, he's going to start the year with a little bit of an arm fracture, I believe. So, uh, won't be fully healthy for the whole year, at least to start. Um, they're just they they're kind of old too with like their veterans and stuff. But they just got a bunch of guys that are going to hit like 260, 270, 15 to 20 home runs, and they have to play in the NL West. So, third place. Corey. Uh. Yeah, I, I, I got the D-backs uh, finishing in third, and then I got the Giants going ahead and finishing in fourth. I think with me for the Diamondbacks, <laughs> um, the, the Diamondbacks are kind of just like the Diamondbacks. They're not terrible, but there's not like there's nothing terrible to say about them, but there's nothing good to say about them either. So I think the big thing for them is they're just hoping Madison Bumgarner that experiment goes better than it did last season. And he has a bounce back season. Um, but other than that, Diamondbacks are going to be Diamondbacks. T- su- just like the Giants. Sucks at the division that they're in. Can't really compete with the top two teams. Last but not least in the National League West, we have the Colorado Rockies. Um, 
probably the biggest buzz of the offseason with the moves they made. Corey, let's start with you. Where do you have the Rockies finishing? Yeah, I mean, like, they made the best moves out of any team, to be honest with you. I feel like the Rockies are, are one step away from, you know, now. Nah, but in all seriousness, uh, definitely made headlines as far as trading uh, Nolan Arenado. And wouldn't be shocked if they made uh, more moves before the deadline. Trevor Story, I'm already, you know, seeing rumors about him. Uh, they're potentially moving him before the deadline. So they are clearly trying to get worse, but hopefully they do better with as far as assets uh, accumulation because they did not do the best that they could have done as far as the trade for Arenado, in my opinion. But overall, they're going to be in the bottom of the barrel, and it's going to be very tough scene. Cody? Yeah, they'll be in contention for probably the worst – one of the worst teams in baseball, um, but they do have a bunch of young guys, which I like. Uh, I've always been a fan of Romeo Tapia, um, Brendan Rogers as well. And uh, they do have some guys at the, the top of their lineup, the story and Blackman that are always going to put up big numbers, um, especially playing in that ballpark. And uh, so it's, it's just, it is what it is. Their pitchers ERAs will be over four and they might hit, 10, 10 guys in a game, but they're still going to lose overnight, like close to 85 games. So over plus. Kurt? Yeah, I, I'm i going to have to say the same about the Rockies. I mean, they'll probably be fifth place in the division, one of the worst records in the in all baseball, to say the least. Um, they do have Story. They do have Blackman. They have, they have a good offensive team, but for the field, they've for them playing at Coors Field, their pitching just in general, they might – who knows, they might give up seven runs a game just because I, I can't even think of one of their pitchers off the top of my freaking hand or whatever, however you – Herman, Marquez, John can't Gray. can't think of it off the top of your hand. <laughs> top of my head. Yeah, that's why I couldn't think of the saying either. But uh... – <laughs> Yeah, for me, I have not finishing last as well. After that Arenado trade, I'm – I, I don't think anybody's safe on this team after that one. Uh, Trevor Story, Charlie Blackman, Hermine Marquez. Uh, I, they've definitely hit the rebuild button, and I'm, I'm pretty sure they're expecting uh, Austin Gobbert to be uh, uh, a Cy Young award winner in the future for trading. For that, that's all they, they got for him. All right, let's move on to the last division. We have the National League Central. Let's start off with the Cubbies, Kurt. Where you have the Cubbies finishing? Um, although they got rid of they got rid of Schwarber, they got rid of Darvish. I actually see the Cubs kind of rallying and and finishing second in this division. Um, it might be kind of a tall task for them, but uh, they got Arietta back. I think a huge signing, and this might just be me being a Dodger fan saying this, but Jock Peterson. Um, it's going to be really, it's going to be really great to see him play every day, which I believe he will do for them. Um, he did get some ABs off of lefties in spring training, and he was he was just insane in spring training too. He hit like eight home runs or some some crazy number like that. But um, they still got Chris Bryant. They still got they got Brizzo, Bryant and Rizzo. Um, they got Wilson Contreras. They got Javi Baez. They do have a lot of good players. Um, maybe some of them like Rizzo kind of flatlining a little bit, but they do have a good team. So they got Hayward too. Hayward, I think had a pretty good year last year. So I, I could see them 
heating up and getting second place and maybe a wild card at the most. Cody? Uh, third in the division. Uh, I'm seeing him as a middle-of-the-pack team in all of baseball, around 500 record. Uh, they're not going to hit for average. Um, they're going to hit some bombs. They're going to get hot. All those guys are streaky. Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, Contreras, Jock. They all get those power surges, and uh, the pitching isn't elite, and uh, they're just they're just going to be middle of the road. Corey? Yeah, they definitely – you guys didn't even mention they lost John Lester as well. Like, their rotation took a heavy hit, and now they're kind of pretty much defending on Kyle Hendricks to be their guy. No, know you Darvish as well. So, I mean, uh, it's going to be a tall task, I think, for them because you just look at the fact that um, the rotation's not as good as it was in years past, and the health of Rizzo and Bryant is always questionable. Those guys that just one of the one of those guys is definitely going to get injured at some point, and is going to be out for an extended amount of time. And um, like Cody said, they don't hit for average. They are they're trying to hit bombs, and when you're not when you don't have a high profile offense like the Dodgers where you can just afford to just always try to hit bombs like that and be able to, you know, just hit like constant home runs, but nobody's on base. It doesn't help. So I feel like the thing that's going to hurt them is the fact that they don't have a great, the greatest of pitching rotations and pitching staffs. And you just look at how their offense and, you know, who's to say, like, I mean, there's rumors that Bryant and Rizzo might be thinking of already heading to free agency. So, I mean, like, how motivated are these guys going to be to try and run it back with Chicago when they might have eyes or thoughts elsewhere on going to another team? So um, I think that the Cubs are not going to have the greatest of seasons. And honestly, I think they're going to go and finish in third at best for me, but they could even finish in fourth, to be honest with you. I have them at third. I think a lot of the guy, a lot of the guys that they have are on contract years, so it can go either two ways with Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, Javi Baez, I believe Wilson Contreras as well too. Um, they either have a great year, get paid in free agency, or by the Cubs if they want to retain them, or they get traded to a contending team. I mean, we already saw that with you, Darvish. They didn't want to pay him, so they shipped him out to the Padres, but. The team, they always seem to look good on paper. I think the, I think I like the signing of Jock Peterson, but I think it was a very lateral signing, getting rid of Schwarber and signing Jock Peterson, basically the same kind of player right there. But um, this team looks good on paper, but seeing how disappointing they were in the postseason last year, getting swept by the Marlins, uh, I, I kind of lost faith in this ball club. Let's move on. We got the Milwaukee Brewers. Corey, where do you have them finishing? Brew crew making a comeback this year. I feel like they're going to be in second for me. I think uh, this team is definitely going to be that sneaky team that not a lot of, is not going to get a whole lot of national love. But slowly but surely, as we start to hit midseason, they're going to be in that conversation. Uh, they're not. I don't think they're going to be um, like you know lighting it up like crazy. But I, you know, they did make the playoffs a couple, you know, a few seasons back and. Um, I still feel like they have good arms in their bullpen. Um, offense is always a question. Uh, Yelich, hoping that he continues to do what he does. Um, and I just – I think that they, the, they might need some rotation help. But um, other than that, I think that the Brew Crew definitely in Milwaukee, they're, they're going to be uh, vying for a playoff spot and hopefully to get a wild card. 
Cody? Uh, I see them finishing second in this division, which I think is the weakest in baseball altogether. I'm not in love with their lineup. I think they're very middle of the road. Uh, I see mid-80s wins hovering around 500. But I think the two pieces that interest me on this team outside of Yelich and Keston Hira is uh, their starting pitchers with Woodruff and Corbin Burns. I think Burns is going to have a big breakout year. Might get close to 11K per nine, which is going to be fun to watch. But, um, yeah, just middle of the – like very average in terms of all of baseball and um, second in this division. Kirk? Um, I think the Brewers are going to come – they're going to finish the season in uh, third place. I just think – it's just – it's sad to say, but um, uh, Yelich had a – he had a terrible year last year. And it just sucks because, I mean, it was only 60 games. But who knows, this could be like – it could just ruin people's career. Like, you never know. And I hope it doesn't because Yelich is a, is a great player and he – He's a he is a stud. He was a like runner up for MVP. So I hope he turns it around. But who knows if he can? I mean, I haven't seen his numbers in spring, but he's gonna have to be the leader of their offense at least. And it'll be fun to watch Keston Hira. How are you, I don't know how to say his name. Um, it's Hira, right? I think so. I think he'll be fun to watch. Um, but other than that, I just feel like their offense. They got low cane. Their offense is very middle of the road, and their rotation too. They got they got Hater out of the bullpen, um, Devin Williams. So there's two guys, but I just think they're a very middle of the road team around 500. I have them at number two as well. I think Christian Yelich has a bounce back season. I think Kesson Hira will have a breakout season this year. Um, and I, I think that middle of the lineup right there, and then also getting Colson Wong, a guy who can get on base, and then a guy who can uh, play the, the middle infield at a exceptionally high level. Um, so the, I, I like that addition of him. And then the Brewers, their biggest problem with them was always their pitching. They have some, but now they have some solid arms outside of Woodruff and Hayter. Um, like Corbin Burns, like Cody said, and then uh, Devin Williams, like Kurt said. So I think those arms just being more versatile in the bullpen and in their starting rotation, I think there's still some work to be done, but I definitely think they took another step in the right direction in terms of their pitching staff. And I think that's why I have this team potentially making the playoffs again if Yelich uh, can return to his MVP form uh, and they can make the wild card. St. Louis Cardinals up next made that big move with the Rockies to get Arenado. Kurt, where do you have him finishing? Um, I have the Cardinals winning the division. Uh, first of all, I do want to say Cardinals have the worst uh, logos in all mm-hmm. baseball. Um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Two birds on a bat. What the hell is that? Uh, <laughs> Ryan Pugh. Um, but they, <laughs> it's Freestyle Fridays. Yeah. Uh, Arenado and uh, Goldschmidt at the corners is going to be pretty cool to watch. Two NL West guys that used to kill the Dodgers. So maybe if we get a playoff matchup between the Dodgers and Cardinals, could be pretty crazy. Um, who else? Harrison Bader. That guy might have a breakout year. Tommy Edmond. Those guys are two really good players. Um, pitching Flaherty. I think Gallegos. I don't know how to say his name either. I suck at names. I think Closer, he's going to be. Yeah. Giovanni Gallegos, he's going to be their closer, I'm pretty sure. Then they got Jordan Hicks, you know. But I think they're, they definitely, with their move they made to get Arenado, 
that really bolsters them to get, I think they'll hover around 100 wins. Cody? 100 wins, guy? I said around the 100 wins. That's like What's, their, what's their over-under on their win totals? I don't know. Uh, if you're betting 100, you, you definitely go over. Um, I have their win totals at like 86. I think, yeah. We like Kurt, Kurt's locking that. He's hammering so, no, no, no. that the Vegas, The Vegas line is 86. We like bold predictions here. Yeah, we do. 100 wins? That's more than the Padres guy. Well, they play the Cubs and the Brewers and the Pirates. They play the Pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's why they're not going to win 100 games, but they're going to win the division. Their, their lineup is pretty solid. Like, they got guys that can – get on base guys that can hit for power um they're they're just old too to me i i think mean, they're gonna be good for that division but i i don't see them making it far into the playoffs uh their pitching outside of flaherty with starters is very inconsistent um their bullpen andrew miller's in there gallegos is in there alex ray is probably their best pitcher in the bullpen altogether. so i mean it's a good team for the for the NL Central, and I see high 80s in wins. Corey? I take the over as far as their win totals, but uh, I don't know if I would take 100, though, just because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if their pitching rotation has it in them to be able to get them 100, but I don't know. Maybe they're listening to the pod. Maybe they'll be like, hey, you got to get that 100. Let's push for 100, guys. I hate the Cardinals. I hate them, actually. Maybe they're like, hey, that's a challenge. Let's You're gassing them up a lot for hating them. Man, man. Hate if he them. hates them, man. What, imagine if he loved them. <laughs> but nah, anyway, so excited to see what Arenado does for this team alongside Paul Goldschmidt. Um Hopefully they might try to be a little bit adventurous and maybe do something before the deadline as far as a trade, but doubt it just because I feel like they kind of are what they are and they're just going to rock out with this team. And, and uh, unless they have like a major injury to anybody in their lineup or anybody in their rotation, I think this is going to be the team that you kind of see them go the whole season with and uh, try to rock out with and make a postseason push for. Uh, but Overall, I, I, I like this team to win this division. Don't like them as far as playoff-wise. I'm right there with you guys. I like them to win the NL Central. Like Met and Lindor, all eyes and ears are going to be on the Cardinals and Arenado, who you could argue is the best two-way player in the game. So uh, getting him for the price that they got him for was amazing, and a steal would be an understatement. Um, so the, and the Cardinals always find a sneaky way just to stay in the playoffs very silently and they always just sneak in there. But I think this time with a superstar on their team in Arenado, they're going to look to make some noise in the season and maybe make some noise in the playoffs. So it'll be interesting. Let's move on. Since we were talking about the Pittsburgh pirates and the dumpster fire that they are, let's start off with Corey and the pirates. Where do you have them? Who? <laughs> no, but seriously, like I, I, I don't have anything to say really much about the, the Pirates' uh, last place. That's it. Cody. Uh, yeah, could be the worst team in baseball. Fifty-eight and a half win total. Um, God. under. Got to take the under. <laughs> uh, they do have 
some players that kind of interest me with uh, Brian Hayes, um, Adam Frazier, Brian Reynolds. Uh, those are guys all interesting to me. Uh, Brian Hayes could be a rookie of the year guy. Uh, pitching wise, they're in a lot of trouble. Um, I think Tyler Anderson or Chad Cool will be their best pitcher. And uh, I'm willing to say Ooh. more than 70% of baseball fans don't know who they are. Exactly. <laughs> Kurt. Yeah, they're uh, they're a big old uh, pile of poo. <laughs> but uh, so you you talked, Cody. You talked about Cabrian Hayes, um, Brian Anderson, Adam Frazier. You talk about those guys, and you talk about guys that lead teams. Um, you just don't see kind of maybe Cabrian Hayes it one day will, but like guys like Frazier or Reynolds, you just kind of don't really see those type of players like contact hitters kind of leading teams. So, I mean, it'll be fun to watch those three players. But kind of ever since the whole Felipe Vasquez, whatever the hell that shit was, their their uh, their organization has took a big uh, turn in the wrong direction. I have them finishing last as well at Dumpster Fire. Basically cleaned house. They got a few prospects back, which I think their farm system is – something to look forward to but as of right now they only have a couple prospect Cabrian Hayes like you guys mentioned um but I, I think this team's going to be competing with the Rangers and the Orioles I don't even want to put the Orioles in there because I think the Rangers and the Pirates are like in their own division of how bad they are this season I think they're going to be competing for that number one spot the Rangers have 10 more projected wins than the Pirates I that still doesn't mean the Rangers are going to be good. I still think they're going to be a dumpster fire as well. No, too. I know, but I'm just saying that's how bad. How people, bad the like, Pirates are. The yeah. Pirates are. I think the only source of entertainment the Pirates can give us is if they try to fight Amir Garrett or Yasiel Puig, try to do something like that. I think that's literally the only source of entertainment the Pirates can give us this season. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the last team in the NL Central. We got the Cincinnati Reds. Kurt, where do you have them finishing? So I have the Reds finishing in fourth, but I really think they like, and this is all honesty. I think they could probably make a move to third, maybe second. Who knows if they get hot? Because they got a they got a good offensive team, and they they do also play in a good um, hitters ballpark. Um, they got guys like Castellanos, who is a great hitter. They got a uh, Suarez, who can always freaking take off. Castellanos, you know, deep drive, left center, <laughs> what have you. Make it a 4-1 game or whatever. Uh, but I think they're solid. I think they're solid. Good, I wouldn't say good, but I think they're solid. And they do have a good, you know, I was going to say this, they got a good uh, group of young guys that could possibly come up. Um, Hunter Green, I don't know if he'll come up this year. Yes. Yeah, he throws gas. My good buddy, Nick Lodolo. Maybe he'll come up this year. Shout out Laverne. Shout out Laverne Eagles, you know. Um, but, yeah, you know, you never know. Who, who's going to – but the big question is who's going to play shortstop for him? They got – I think their probable shortstop is Kyle Farmer, who is a catcher with the Dodgers. Like, with, I don't know what they're doing with that, but uh, I guess we'll figure it out. Cody? Um. The Reds are interesting. Um, I could see them being ahead of the Cubs in this division, but I'm going to put them at four, and it'll be close between that three and four spot. 
Um, their shortstop is probably going to be Suarez, Kurt, and then they'll play uh, oh, Moustakis at third, and oh. then they'll have India play second, I think. So bringing up him. Uh, they still got Joey Votto. Um, shout out Canada. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're pitching. I like their two, two guys at the top, Castillo and Gray. Um, Sonny Gray had almost Cy Young potential season last year. Uh, very good numbers. People didn't really notice that. And uh, Michael Lorenzen, who's a utility player all around, he's a two-way guy. Um, can Shout hit for power, and uh, he can start. He can come in relief. And, uh, yeah, so Reds are interesting. I see them winning uh, about 500. So, And I did – I can't believe I forgot this, but Devaris Strange Gordon, they picked him up this offseason. He, he's a utility guy. You might see him at short. You might see him at second. Hell, you might see him in the outfield. But I will tell you this. If I, – I only saw this on the ESPN projections. I don't know what it is in Vegas. But if his stolen base is below 10, you better bet the over. I swear to God. You, in ESPN, they project him to get four stolen bases. What the hell is that? What the <laughs> hell is four stolen do the, bases? Do the Reds still have Billy Hamilton? No. He's the oh. No. Okay. But but yeah. Like, are you gonna on. are you gonna get the strange Gordon Reds jersey? Yeah, I have I have a I have like the the jersey for every team he's been on, so I'll probably get a, a Reds one. I'll get big, a Lodolo one too. Big D Gordon fan here, if you guys didn't notice. <laughs> Corey. Uh yeah, I mean it's crazy because I thought the the Reds had some major major potential last season with the the shortened season. I mean. That was Kush's sleeper team to maybe cause some us upsets last year, but uh, no more Trevor Bauer power uh, anymore. Uh, definitely gonna miss him. Um, but they're still like uh, like Curtis said, a solid team. Um, maybe not a contender, maybe not a playoff team, but they're solid all around. And I feel like five hundred is probably the best that I would say. I'm gonna say they'll go five hundred and. I think they'll they'll be a, a good enough team in this division to cause some potential, you know, issues for some of the teams vying for the division. But overall, I just think that there's some teams ahead of them, and I think that they're competitive, but they're not going to win the this division. Nah. Yeah, I have them finishing fourth as well. This was kind of a tough division to predict because, like, you have the Cardinals at the top with, with Curtis with his 100 wins over there. And then the next three teams were kind of a toss-up, the Brewers, the Cubs, and the, the Reds. Um, you can really go either way with those. But I have it being a close race for second and third. But ultimately, I feel like the Reds were the odd team out, and they finished fourth. And that's because – they, they weren't necessarily contenders last year, but I just felt like the Reds were one piece away from being contenders. But instead of getting that one piece, they instead lost the key piece this offseason in Trevor Bauer. So it just seems like they took a massive step backwards. So it's it's definitely tough to be the Reds or a Reds fan right now. That's why I have them finishing fourth, and I don't see them doing any damage. All right, we finally wrapped up all the division predictions. Let's talk about the postseason pitchers so let's first talk about with the seedings and how we have them seated uh i will start first in the american league i have the white Sox finishing number one i have the yankees with the second seed the astros with the third seed and the two wild card teams the higher seed being the twins and the second seed being the angels 
a little bit of bias in me with that pick, but uh, I will definitely say that. Corey, what are your AL predictions? I have the Yankees as the one seed, and I have the Astros as the two, the White Sox as the three. Um, and then my wild cards, I have the Blue Jays and the Twins. Cody? I have the Yankees, best record in the AL. Uh, and then I have the Sox at number two. Then we have the Astros winning the division, so they get three. Uh, and then I have the Rays as a four, and I have the Twins as my five. Curtis? So I'm going to have a little difference here. We got the White Sox as the one. And then we got the Yankees as a two, A's as a three. I got the Twins as the four, and the Blue Jays as the five. And then Kyle, unfortunately, he didn't have to leave, but we still got his picks. He said he has the Yankees, number one, uh, White Sox, number two, Angels, number three, Blue Jays, or he didn't really see the the wild card, but he said Blue Jays and Astros making the wild card. Let's move on to the National League. I'll kick it off again. I have the Dodgers with the number one seed. The Braves, number two seed. The Cardinals, number three seed. Those are your three division winners. And then the wild card spots going to the Padres and the Mets. Curtis, what's yours looking like? I got Dodgers one. Padres – or not Padres. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. sorry, I read that wrong. <laughs> Dodgers one. That part was right. Uh, Cardinals two, as I kind of said. 100 wins. <laughs> I said they'll be around 100. So that means they could be in the 90s. Right. Okay, I'll go under 93 and a half. Are we doing – we'll talk about this after. We can talk about no, it. We can do it, do it right now. Do it right now on record. 93 and a half? How much? I'll Save is the Chris Taylor? Is that 20? What was that, 20? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that'll work. So you're right. over. Sounds good. Kurt's over, I'm under. 93 and a half. There's two overs I got on the season. All right, Dodgers first, Cardinals second, Braves third, Padres fourth, and Mets fifth. Cody? I have Dodgers as one, best team in baseball, uh, Braves two, Cardinals three, under 93 wins. Uh, I have Padres at four, hosting the Mets. Corey? Dodgers, best team in baseball. At the one, I have the Mets at the two, Cardinals at the three, and my wild cards are going to be the Braves at the Padres. And then Kyle's was Dodgers number one, Mets number two, Cards number three, and then wild card is Padres and Braves. So similar to Corey's, I think. That would be a fun wild card game series. Yeah. And then let's talk we about We all have the-, the same five teams, right? Uh, Dodgers, Braves, Cardinals, Padres, yeah. Mets. Yeah, yeah, we do. All right, wow, let's talk yeah. about the wild card game and the winners. AL wild card. I will start off again. Wishful thinking and bias. Have the Angels beating the Twins, but that's also because I'm gonna give my uh, Angels some credit. Or no, I'm gonna give the Twins some discredit in saying that their curse still looms over them and they do not be successful in the postseason. So I have the Angels winning the wild card. Kurt, what about – or sorry, Corey, what about you? 
Twins are going to be the road team against the Blue Jays, and I think the Blue Jays get one over on the Twins. I think they go crazy with the homers, and if there's a crowd, then it's going to be really fun to watch. Cody? I have the Rays winning at home versus the Twins. Um, I think it'll be a close game. Uh, if Glasnow and Barrios are both healthy, those starters will be good, but I think the Rays just have so many more utility pitchers they can use, um, throw in various situations. Uh, well, it'll get the job done. Kurt? Um, I'm going to say same matchup as Corey, but the Twins will be hosting, and the Twins are going to come out on top. They're just going to have a flurry of dingers and come out on top. Wait, oh, I also had a question. I They haven't announced it yet, right, the, uh, the playoff – it's going back to the original one. Ten back teams. To the original. Yeah. Because yeah, I was trying to look it up, and I wasn't getting any answers. Yeah, no. It's it's gone back to the original ten teams. Okay. Um, so that's just a one game playoff then. Yeah, one game wild card. Yeah. Okay. And then for Kyle's wild card, he has picked the Blue Jays over the Astros to make to the divisional round. Let's talk about the National League wild card. Um, we all have similar te- – no, we do not. I take that back. I'll start off. I have the Mets beating the Padres. Kind of surprise over here, but I have the Mets beating the Padres in the wild card round. Kurt, what about you? Um, I have – where is it? The Padres at home against the Mets, they're going to come out on top. And if I want – I'm just going to say a little Jose. bit here. The Padres. Okay. And I'm just going to say a little bit here. I think the two wildcard games are going to be way different. Like the AL wildcard games, I think they're going to be high scoring, like crazy, and then or game. And then the in the NL, it's going to be so crazy if we see like a Padres-Mets wildcard game because – Padres are going to come out with Snell, Darvish, uh, crazy Clevenger guy, what a paddock, and the the Mets will come out with like Stroman. Freaking, th- I'm sorry, I didn't say Degrom first, or whatever. Degrom, <laughs> Stroman, Syndergaard, like that's just going to be crazy. It's going to be like a two-one game. It'll just be insane. It's like two different types of baseball. We'll see which will be really fun. Is uh, Clevenger returning this season? I don't know. Yeah, he can. Uh-huh. Again, okay. And, Cody, what about you? What's your NL wild card looking like? Yeah, I I think this is the single most exciting game you can put on paper. And uh, I think this is for sure the most anticipated game that I would like to see as a fan. Um, and uh, like Kurt said, I think like these literally six pitchers that you like three on each side for starters that you can just throw. Um, I do think we see that happen. And I think it's actually going to be a high scoring game. Kind of high-scoring game, um, but I see the Fathers winning. Corey? So, my inner wild card, I got Braves at San Diego. And uh, I think this is going to be really coming down to, you know, whether or not, uh, whether it's Schnell, Darvish, well, hopefully not Darvish in this case, but (laughs) whether it's Schnell or uh, anybody else (laughs) besides you, Darvish, in this one-game playoff instance, um, going up against the the Braves uh, pitching rotation, I think that um, it, it, it I, I don't think it'll be a low scoring, but I think it'll be like the first one to like four will win. So I think uh, Padres, um, you would hope that you know all the money that they spend and all the 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 
you know, big bats that they accumulated, they would be able to muster up at least four runs in a game like this. And I just think that uh, Braves, man, it's going to be a, a bad scene here. They had to go up against Blake Schnell in the one game one to dis- determine their, uh, their playoff hopes and dreams. So I got to go with the fathers here and the Padres moving on. So, and if they have home, you know, field advantage, maybe that plays a plays into their favor, but you know, you never know. And then Kyle for the national league wildcard, he has the Padres winning it over the Braves. So that kind of sets the table up for the divisional series. So let's talk about it. American League DS uh, matchup and the winners. I'll start off at the White Sox versus the Angels, a rematch of the American League Championship Series. But I have the White Sox winning it. And then Yankees versus Astros, I have Yankees winning it. I got the uh, White Sox over the Twins. I got that. I got the White Sox sweeping them in three games, by the way, if we're going to talk about games or whatever. And then I got the uh, the Yankees over the A's, who I had in there, in five. Yeah, we'll go five. Cody? I have Sox over Strohs um, in four. And then I have Yankees over Rays in four as well. Corey? I got the Blue Jays versus the Yankees, and I got the Yankees going to five against the Blue Jays. I think it's going to be a tough uh, AL East battle, but the Yankees come on on top. And then White Sox against Astros. I have the White Sox winning three, uh, 3-1. And then Kyle has Angels winning it over the White Sox and the Yankees winning it over the Blue Jays. Let's move on to the National League. I'll start off again. Dodgers versus Mets, I have the Dodgers winning it. And then Braves versus Cardinals, I have the Braves winning it. Corey, what about you? So I got Padres versus Dodgers, which is going to be very interesting. Um, In my head, I got the Dodgers. Would I love to see the Padres win this? It would be so interesting to see the Padres get the upset. But uh, I got to go with the Dodgers here in a five-game set. And I think that uh, it's going to be very entertaining. Regardless of who wins, I think that that's just going to be an amazing series, Padres versus the Dodgers. And then on the opposite end, I got the Cardinals versus the Mets, old school rivalry here. And I think it's going to be the new school that upsets the old school. Got the Mets taking down the Cardinals. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 3 1. Cody? Uh, yeah, it's unfortunate we won't be able to see a Dodgers-Padres seven-game series in any way based on how the playoffs work. Um, but I think the Dodgers will win that in five. Um, it'll be very, very contested, um, back and forth, good series. Um, and then I have the Braves sweeping the Cardinals. Kurt? So I think these two uh, series right here are going to be very action-packed. And I got – Dodgers over Padres in five. And I also think that the other division series is going to go five games. And But I got the Cardinals over the Braves in five. So ten total games between those two. That's crazy. And then for Kyle, he has the Mets winning it over the Cardinals and the Dodgers winning it over the Padres. Let's move on to the championship series. Start off in the AL. I have the White Sox versus the Yankees, and I have the White Sox winning it and getting back to the World Series. 
Curtis? I have the same matchup, but I got the Yankees over the Sox in six games, four to two. Cody? Same Yankees over Sox in six. Um, I just don't think the White Sox have enough starting pitching to get through that Yankees lineup multiple times. Corey? Agree with Cody. It's going to be very difficult for the White Sox, even though they they got a special place in my heart. But at the same time, I, I just don't think that Chi-Town's got enough in them to be able to take out the Bronx Bombers, man. I feel like it's going to be a difficult task for them to be able to take out uh, the Yankees four four times. So uh, I think they'll make it a, a very tight knit uh, series, but ultimately the Yankees win in six. And then for Kyle, I think you might have to add the Angels to one of his favorite teams because he's got them all the way in the ALCS. So he has the he's Yankees. sipping some Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah. He has the Yankees winning it over the Angels. So the Angels' deep run ends for Kyle's playoff predictions. Uh, let's move on to the National League Championship Series. I have Braves versus Dodgers, repeat of last season, but I have the Braves winning it this year. Corey. <laughs> it's going to be fun to see this one. Uh, Dodgers versus the Mets, Kershaw, Syndergaard. You got all these great pitching talents, Bauer, uh, DeGrom. It's going to be very fun if we get, you know, uh, the, the high-profile players that we get. Um, I think this one's going to go to seven, but I got the Dodgers getting back to the World Series, man. Cody? Dodgers over Braves in seven as well. Uh, just The Braves are very, very good, but I just don't – they don't have – even if Ian Anderson is rookie of the year, I don't know if like the rest of that rotation is skilled enough to get through this lineup. Uh, Dodgers are the best team in baseball and one through nine, whoever's in the lineup is, is a problem is there's no easy outs and you're going to have to grind. So I just think the Dodgers are a better team overall and they'll get a job done. Kurt. So we, we're going to be kind of throwing it back a little bit with the Dodger versus Cardinal NLCS, hopefully we don't get a, some kind of Matt Adams action. But I don't think that's going to be a problem because I think the uh, the Dodgers are going to sweep them, sweep the Cardinals, the 100 maybe win Cardinals. They're going to get swept. And hopefully the Cardinals this, – this is why I hate the Cardinals too. Hopefully they don't got no funny business and throw, <laughs> throwing at players – at the Dodgers MVP caliber players like they did with Adrian Gonzalez and Hanley Ramirez, and we could talk about that all day, but Dodgers sweeping them. And then Kyle has the Dodgers over the Mets. Now we got our World Series matchups. I will go first. I have the White Sox versus the Braves. I think I'm the only one with these two teams in the championship or the World Series game. So I have the Braves winning it in six games over the White Sox. Kurt? Um, so I got – we're going to be throwing it back even more. We got a, we got a Yankee-Dodger World Series. Back to the good old days, if that's what you want to call it. But this is going to be the new age Yankees and the new age Dodgers with the big boppers out there. Uh, and this is going to go six games. This is going to go six games. There's going to be a lot of runs scored, a lot of home runs, but there's also going to be a lot of good pitching. It's going to go six games. And the Dodgers are going to win it 
at home in six. Cody? I am in agreement again. Uh, this was my prediction last year as well. It didn't happen, but uh, I think uh, we could see it happen. Um, two best teams in baseball. And uh, yeah, Dodgers win it in six. Corey? I'm going to say it goes seven. And I'm going to shock you guys here, but I'm going to go Yankees taking out the defending World Series champions. I learned my lesson last year by not taking this matchup because this was very wishful thinking. I think every single fan would want to see a Dodgers-Yankees matchup in the World Series and go to seven games. Uh, Kyle has – oh, would you look at that? Dodgers versus Yankees going to seven games, and the Dodgers are winners going back to back. So that is our – Playoff predictions. I think two people had Dodgers winning, or sorry, three. All of Milton Sports Corners had Dodgers winning it. Corey had Yankees, and I had the Braves. I didn't even have either of those teams in the World, <laughs> World Series. <laughs> but hey, we, we, you guys said we like bold predictions. I gave y'all one. <laughs> All right, let's talk Baseball, about anything can happen. Anything can happen. That is true. Let's talk about some award predictions. Uh, Milton Sports Corner is going to give theirs because. The nosebleeds are doing it on overtime this week. So let's talk about it. Let's start off with AL manager of the year. Cody, who do you have? I have the Yankees manager, Boone, winning it. Um, just they're the best team in the AL. And, uh, yeah, there might be some some sleeper teams that have a good run, but I just I don't see them being better than, like, the Yankees collectively. Curtis? So – I think it'd be easy to give it to Boone, but I think the Yankees are kind of expected to do that. So I'm going to go with uh, who knows if they'll even give it to him with his uh, allegations. I don't even, is he still, I'm pretty sure it's Tony LaRusso, baby. Yeah. We're going to give it to Tony LaRusso. He's going to, he's going to turn it around. You know, he, he had, he was racing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but he'll, he'll, uh, He'll, he'll turn the other cheek and he'll freaking come and he'll win a lot of games and win a manager of the year award. God damn it, Curtis. Make everybody forget about it all. All right, I have the award predictions over here. Manager of the year in the American League, he has Joe Madden, a big Angels guy I've seen over here. Unbelievable. So, I know who would have thought Kyle out of all people after talking all that shit about the Angels all offseason long, he's picking them. Uh, so, yeah, he has Joe Madden. Let's move on to the National Wait, League. Sorry, can I say – I'm just saying, if they did have comeback manager of the year, just don't even pencil it in pen in Tony La Russa. <laughs> yes. Comeback manager of the year, interesting. <laughs> you got to have comeback. You got to have a comeback. You got to – you know MSC, comebacks are huge. Of course, of course. Let's move on to National League coach of the year. Kurt, who do you have? Uh I got a Padres coach, Jace Tingler. You know, uh, he made they made a bunch of acquisitions, you know. And even though they're not going to win the division, they're still going to turn a lot of heads. And I would say Dave Roberts. If I'm saying if the Dodgers get 110 wins, Dave Roberts will probably win it. He should. But just because the Dodgers are expected to do so well, I don't think uh, Dave Roberts – We'll get it, but I can see Jace Tingler getting it. Cody? Yeah, Tingler was another option, but I'm going to go with Snicker. Um, I just think 
leads the Braves, gives the Braves back and uh, into a spot to compete and winning high 90s in a in a contested division will be the, the case for him to win it. Uh, Kyle over here has Luis Rojas, manager of the Mets. Let's move on to AL Rookie of the Year, Cody. Uh, I couldn't decide, but I'm going to go with uh, Randy Rosarina. Um, didn't get any votes last year. Um, has another eligible, rookie eligible season. Um, hot in the playoffs. Uh, I think that's just a, a glimpse of what he can do through a whole season. Um, and, yeah, I think he's a big part of the Rays lineup this year and rookie of the year. Kurt? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that I feel like could – could win this there's a it's just in both leagues there's a lot of players that are coming up that could make an impact but out of all the guys I think Bobby Dahlbeck on the on the uh, Red Sox is going to come out going to hit a few dingers he's going to get a lot of RBIs and he'll be sold in the Red Sox he'll, he'll probably be in the middle of their lineup at some point you get good odds on him yeah, yeah. Bobby Dahlbeck is yeah. definitely raking during spring training uh kyle mentioned this actually when we were talking about the white Sox. he said andrew vaughn for rookie of the year um first baseman for them let's move on to national league rookie of the year curtis you know i'm gonna have to go with my boy uh nick lodolo probably he uh i don't know what his odds are but if he gets up there if he doesn't have any he hey he did i saw he's on the field Fox Sports uh, Twitter account had him as like their sixth guy, but uh, I think if he gets called up, he can get right into the freaking rotation at, at Cincinnati. Do you think he gets called up before Hunter Green? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I think Hunter Green's another year. I think I think Lodolo, if I'm not mistaken, is their top pitching prospect right now. So I think he'll get up and maybe get in the back end of their rotation and really just tear it up Cody uh, I have Ian Anderson um, I'm going with the pitcher in this spot uh, I think he's going to be a big part of the Braves rotation and uh, kind of a good good piece behind Soroka behind Freed um, and he's going to be a solid arm for them this year Kyle has Dylan Carlson outfielder for the Cardinals all right, let's move on to AL Cy Young Award winner, Cody. We have G. Cole, uh, Mr. $324 million man here. Um, it's going to be interesting pitching because after a shortened season, we didn't really see anyone get extended, eat up a lot of innings. And I think Cole has the ability to approach 200 innings and rack up a bunch of strikeouts, um, get a lot of those wins, which are not really a good stat to go by, but somehow we still do. And, uh, yeah, I think he's the best pitcher in the AL this year. So, Cy Young. Kurt? Um, I think – so, I'm thinking the – when it comes to these end-of-the-year awards, I think the White Sox are going to have another recipient of an end-of-the-year award, and I think Lucas Giolito is going to come out with a Cy Young award. He threw – was it a perfect game or just a no-hitter last year? No-hitter. No-hitter. He threw a no hitter last year. Um, I'm not. He gonna... did throw a perfect game in MLB The Show. I think that's what you confused it about. Or Maybe was it a no hitter? I think no, he, he. I think he did PG somebody in, yeah, in the show. I think he did. Um, 
and I'm not going to predict him to throw another no hitter. So it's crazy talk, but I do a lot of that. But um, yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna be the lead man, obviously on the White Sox, and they're gonna have a really good team, and he's just gonna be kind of the leader of that rotation and all of that. Kyle is hopping on the bandwagon of Cody and going with Garrett Cole as well from the Yankees. Let's move on to National League Cy Young Award winner, Kurt. Uh, I think this was my pick last year. No, Yeah, I think this was my pick last year too, but we're going to do it again, and we're going to go with Walker Bueller. Um, you know, it's hard to choose against somebody on the Dodgers because I think they have a few guys that can go out and get, it's crazy to say, but 15, 20 wins. Um, so I think Bueller, I wouldn't say he, he, like, I, you can say he's their ace, but I don't know because Kershaw, you can call him their ace, but I just think Bueller's just going to be lights out this year. Guys just, his, his intensity is through the roof. Cody. I'm going with DeGrom. Um, this guy is, I think he's 32 now, and I touched on it earlier, like going for three, and this is a big year um, in terms of like him trying to make a Hall of Fame case for himself. And, uh, yeah, I think he's finally got an offense to help him, um, so he's going to earn some more wins than he normally does. And uh, I will see probably a close to a sub-2 ERA from him. Um, it's insane how many, like, starts he's had one or less runs, and he – the number's ridiculous, but I don't know off the top of my head, but I just remember seeing it's ridiculous and uh, like not getting a win for it. And this guy just racks up quality starts. So you can pencil him in for six innings, double digit strikeouts every game. So the Grom. Yeah. He is a beast. Kyle's going to go with Aaron Nola from the Phillies. All right, let's move on to the main award MVP. Start off with the American League. Cody, who are you going with? Yeah, if you're you don't pick him, you're kind of dumb. But they don't always give the award to the best player in baseball. Uh, but Mike Trout for sure. I believe he's the AL favorite at a uh, plus one seventy five, which is crazy that you're still getting money to bet on the best player in baseball to win MVP. But um, I mean, how do you pick against him? So Mike Trout, Kurt. Well, you say how do you pick against them? Well, <laughs> it's really hard to do, but sometimes you just got to kind of go out of the box. <laughs> and that's just the thing, kind of things I like to do. You know, Chris Taylor, you know, Cardinals, 100 wins, whatever. That's just kind of, kind of things I like to do. And and I'm really going to go with uh, – nowadays they look, they look at war a lot. And um, I'm going to go with Jose Ramirez because he is without Lindor at, in uh, – Cleveland can't call him the Indians in Cleveland um he's their guy he's their go-to guy he's going to be probably their three hitter two or three hitter and he's gonna his war is going to be probably through the roof especially if they're around the wild card hunt um so I can see him coming home with some hardware at the end of the year 12 to 1 right now what's up 12 to 1 12 to 1 yeah those are good odds uh, Kyle's gonna go with Mike Trout, same as uh, Cody. You better. He picked all the Angels for all this other stuff. <laughs> I know he's got two Angels winning it. He's got the Angels in the ALCS. He's got the Angels winning yeah. the division. 
I might have to get this guy some Angels gear because I think he, I think he's low key an Angels fan, <laughs> closet Angel fan. Yeah, one hundred percent. That moves down to Orange County and all of a sudden. I think, I, I think uh, Milton Sports Corner outside of you, Cody, are low key uh, AL West fans. Kurt out being an Astros fan with Astro hats. Kyle being an Angels fan, low key. You might have to check on your boys over there, Cody. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. With... What are you talking about? <laughs> you tell me you're the one with the Astros hat. I don't got those. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up the episode with National League MVP. Kurt, who do you have? I'm going to go out on another limb here, and I'm going to say this guy had an incredible 2020 postseason, 2020 season. And he also – it's a big plus for him. He plays on the best team in all of baseball. We've got Corey Seager winning the 2021 MVP. Got the odds on him? 10 to 1. Pretty damn good, huh? I mean, you can make a lot of money if you play both those MVP bets. Yeah, no, I I think the value on Seager is is really good too. I did put a, a bet on him. Stay and uh, – yeah, that lineup, he's going to get chances to produce, put numbers up, and that's the key, like Kurt said, health. So, Cody, what's your pick? Uh, for me, I'm going with my favorite player, probably the watch and Ronald Acuna. I'd love to see a 40-40 season. Uh, flirted with it in 2019. I think he had a over 40 homers, but not like close like on the 38 stolen 38 or 39 stolen yeah, 37, bases. 37, I think. One yeah. of those two. Um, but yeah, he's entering his fourth year. Um, I remember telling Kurt about this guy when he was a rookie and this guy just bursted onto the scene and, uh, he's tied with the three other guys in the NL favorites at five to one with Tatis, Betts, and Soto. Um, so yeah, five to one odds on Ronald Acuna and, uh, incredible how all three of those guys are well under 24. Oh, it's insane. It's It's insane. insane. (laughs) Yeah. And to think, yeah. I feel like the Braves are just stealing from him with the contract he's under for another, what, six years, something like that? Yeah, it's free money for them. Seriously. Free money. And then Kyle's, to wrap it up, Kyle's going to go with Francisco Lindor, the new Met uh, acquisition. So it'll be interesting. 12 to 1 for Lindor. Good odds, I feel. Yeah. I mean, outside of those like four at the top for the NL, that everyone else is in double digits, like Seager's. 10 to 1, Lindor and Yelich 12, and then like Belly is close to 20 to 1. So interesting. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. Long, long episode, MOB predictions. We haven't talked about MOB in a minute outside of our preseason grades. So, you know, we had to give you guys some extra juice because they took them out of the baseballs apparently so it'll be interesting so dodgers i'll tell you that (laughs) home runs against the angels huh uh simmer down (laughs) i can't wait to go to a freeway series with you because i I believe last year and the year before that we won guess what they total series they gotta they gotta celebrate something in anaheim huh (laughs) well they got it not a world series food they got a food fair in the parking lot come on now this guy finally wins the world first one world series out of the last what three four chances you know i'm not gonna knock it i should have talked more shit on the dodgers this this episode but it's hard to to do that what are you gonna say about them they're too (laughs) it's okay kurt 
It's okay, Kurt. We know you're an Astros fan. It's all good. <laughs> but now we want to thank Milton Sports Corner for coming on the show, as always, giving their insight, baseball predictions, uh, and bearing with us. Uh, and make sure y'all are following them on social media. What's your guys' social medias? At Milton Sports Corner, but no vowels in corner. None of characters. They Not limited characters. us. They limited you guys, and you guys are on Apple Podcast, Spotify, correct? Not Milton Apple, Sports- not Apple, just Spotify. Just Spotify, Milton Sports Corner. Yeah. So make yeah. sure you guys go check them out, show them some and love over there. Next, and then- next uh, I will throw a little. We got a little advertisement. All right, so I'm just gonna throw it in there. Hold on, I might have to mute you. You gotta pay me first, homie. What? No, the- <laughs> it's not for us. It's not for us. It's for if you ever have any. Uh, problem with your plumbing or you need construction <laughs> just uh go ahead and call jags uh plumbing and construction the contact will be jose garcia who the <laughs> hey you can probably look him up but if you want to hear more about jags plumbing if you ever wanted any plumbing he'll probably get there pretty quick um Go, go ahead and listen to our next episode and you'll hear more about Jose Garcia and Jags plumbing and construction. Oh boy, I'm not going to make assumptions. Um, but yeah, just going to make, it's going to be a high quality duck. If you don't know about the ducks, come check them out. But yeah, yeah. thanks for having us on. It was fun. We actually talked about all 30 teams a little bit, which is pretty cool. It was and, fun. Uh, it took a while, yeah, but yeah. it was fun. Yeah, it definitely took a while. So if you guys stuck it out to this part of the episode shout out to you guys let's keep going let's keep going i got plenty of energy (laughs) (laughs) curtis we'll bring you back on and we'll and and you can you can maybe bring on luis we'll bring you guys back for the end jose Jose. (laughs) we're bringing ducks to the show baby quack All right, we'll make sure you guys check them out. Listen to their episodes. Let them know that the Betty, Netflix sent you Get the gambling going, baby. Oh, yeah. If you're a degenerate like them, they're perfect for you guys. Kush um, is now part of it. I'm not part of it. Not yet. Not 100%. You're semi-pro. <laughs> yeah, I'm semi-pro. I'm an amateur. <laughs> um, but make sure you guys are following us on social media at the underscore nosebleeds. That's K-N-O-W-S bleeds on Twitter, on Instagram, the nosebleeds, and on Facebook, the nosebleeds podcast. Uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you guys are on Apple Podcasts, you guys like what you listen to, shoot us that five-star rating. Helps us out. You know what I'm saying? Write a review if you're feeling generous. Corey, any last words, my man? Man, MLB back here again, 162 games. Wow, it's gonna be like Kurt said, baseball is gonna be back on every every day through May, all the way through October. So it's gonna be really interesting. Man, April, April, all the way to October. Oh, <laughs> we yeah, got April too. Can't leave that one month out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely, it's gonna be fun to watch and make sure if you guys do want to check out mine and Corey's uh award predictions check out overtime this week it will be a fun one for sure other than that we out thank you again milton sports corner deuces